Welcome to Be All You Are, a midlife awakening podcast. I'm your host, Kena Paranjape, the founder of All You Are, a women's lifestyle brand, an entrepreneur, writer, and mother. This podcast is all about stepping into all you are. It's about reconnecting to your inner voice so you can hear the whispers of your true desires and cultivate the courage to create the life that is meant for you. Your dreams are your soul's voice. They are worth your time and attention. Now head out on that solo walk or settle into a cozy spot with a favorite beverage and join me. I can't wait to meet you. Well, hi there. Welcome back to another episode of BLUR. You aren't used to hearing from me two days in a row, but that's because there's something special going on this week, and that is my live virtual workshop series, Clarity, Confidence, and Courage Transform Your Life at Any Age. If you tuned into yesterday's um, episode, you will have heard my live session where I talked and shared the first step to transforming your life, which is clarity, getting clear on what you want. In today's episode, you're going to be listening in on the second workshop in the series focused on confidence. So how do we deepen our confidence? How how do we avoid the self-sabotaging behaviors that a lack of confidence can cause and instead shift our mindset in order to own our own confidence, not allowing it to come solely from external sources. We need to own our confidence, and that is what you're going to hear about in today's session. Before you listen into that, I want to remind you that it's not too late to join the workshop series. I am going to be live from 12 to 1 all day this week, Eastern Time, and all the recordings are available. So if you need to catch up, I will be sending you the links so that you can watch them on YouTube um, and really feel like you've been a part of it. And you'll get on the list to learn more about my future workshops as well. So all you need to do is head over to allur.ca slash clarity. And the link is also in the show notes below. If you just keep scrolling down, you'll see the link there. So without further ado, enjoy this episode, all focused on confidence. Welcome back, everybody. So good to see you. I am... Really super excited for today. And I hope that you spent some time yesterday um, thinking about what we talked about and our focus on clarity and getting clear on what it is that you really want. Um, I want to welcome everybody back to Clarity, Confidence, and Courage. We are on day two with our focus, um, moving on to confidence after spending time yesterday talking about clarity, why it's so important to get clear on what it is that we really want, why tapping into that inner voice and, and really allowing that to be the source of what we want is the path to greater fulfillment and more alignment in ourselves because we're finally not choosing a path based on what others want for us or what others expect for us or what others may be asked of us, but we are listening to our inner voice. And that is really the only way to live life from a place of that sense of fulfillment and of alignment that you are living your own authentic life. So getting clear on what you want is the first step, and it is a process, but we started yesterday, so that is great news. I'm going to make sure that I can see the chat because I want to um, make sure that I can see what's happening in there. Okay, great. Awesome. All right. So today we are going to um, talk about confidence, as I said, and 
A strong self sense of self-confidence is so critical. And why is that? We all know what happens when we don't feel confident in ourselves. What we ultimately end up doing is not taking action towards what we want. Even if we've gone through the step of getting clear, if we don't have that confidence in, in our ability to make things happen, then we will stay stuck. And so that's why it's so important to really get clear on how we can own our own confidence. So let's do a check-in on how you are feeling today. At this moment in your life, you know, we're going to talk about how confidence can wax and wane and it can, you know, it can like go to mountain peak highs and it can, you know, go to the lowest valleys. But where are you right now? On a scale of one to 10, what would you say is your confidence level? I want to hear from you in the chat. Ooh, I like it. Okay. All right. Okay. So I think that the the fact that everyone is mostly above a five really says something because I think you all have come to this um, workshop series having a sense of self, right? Like knowing that you have something to offer, that you have experience, that you have wisdom, um, that you have potential, and you come to this workshop with that already, which I think is so important because this is about uh, all about taking you to your next level, right? This is all about taking all the success that you've achieved and the person that you've become and evolving that to the next level. And yes, Taylor, what you said about it fluctuating, that is something we're definitely going to talk about. It's funny because over the last couple of weeks, I've been having conversations with you on our 15-minute connect calls, and I've heard a lot about this sense of our confidence kind of um, you know, waxing and waning. So this idea that like, oh, you know, I wish I could get my confidence back. I wish I could feel confident again. My confidence has taken a dip and here's why, right? We all also have these stories of why our confidence is at the level it is right now, right? Like I'm sure if I asked all of you, why is that a six? Why is that a four? You would have your answer, your version of why that um, your confidence is at the level that it is. And yes, in different areas of your life, you have higher or lower confidence. That is all very true. So in this session, we're going to do three things. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to define confidence, or really our focus today is on self-confidence, so confidence in ourselves. And then we're going to talk about how a lack of confidence holds us back. And we're going to get really specific because it can be very sneaky, right? Like the way our lack of confidence manifests um, can show up in sneaky ways. And if we're not able to pinpoint it, then sometimes we don't even realize that our lack of self-confidence is actually affecting how we show up. And so it's good to have that awareness so that when you know we see these little sneaky behaviors that show up that we can say, oh, I can, I know what's going on there. You know, I know why I'm doing that. And then finally, and most importantly, we're going to talk about how to boost your confidence, right? Like how do we own that and not outsource it. And then, and, and we take our, our, our building of self-confidence back so that it's not for someone else to hand to us or take away. So let's talk about first how we define self-confidence. So self-confidence is ultimately, ultimately the feeling of belief that you can rely on yourself and trust in yourself. That's really what self-confidence is, right? Do you believe in yourself? And I think that most of you would say that you do, right? That, you know, there may be times where it get, takes a hit, but that you do believe in yourself. So that's the first component. And then the second is the trust, right? Like, do you trust yourself to figure things out? Do you trust yourself to find the right path? Do you trust yourself to make the decision that's best for you? So yesterday we talked about the three C's, right? We talked about the three C's of personal growth, which are clarity, confidence, and courage. Um, and I want to offer you another acronym today, which is CBT. And that's to remind you that confidence comes from belief and trust. So whenever you feel the sense of, oh, I don't, I've lost my confidence, 
you can go a little bit deeper and say, but have I lost my belief in myself? Have I lost my belief in who I am and who I can still become? Have I lost trust in myself? And sometimes the answer might be, well, right now I have, you know, maybe I've made a decision and it didn't go the way I wanted it to. And that can like ding our self-trust. But I think one of the ways that we can bring ourselves back to that feeling of self-trust is to remind ourselves that we can figure things out, right? Self-trust isn't about feeling like you have all the answers all the time. Self-trust is about knowing that you will find the right path for you, that it might be a zigzaggy path, that it might not always be clear, but that you'll find your way. And that's what CBT stands for. So confidence is about belief and trust. And, you know, again, we've talked about this, but this idea that confidence can wax and wane depending on the day, depending on the hour, you know, and often it is external things that dictate that, right? So if we get a promotion at work, confidence goes high, you know, if we like, get like a, we go, we come through a tough meeting or or our manager gives us constructive feedback or we don't get a job that we expected that we would get our confidence takes a dip <clears throat> so i think it's important to notice how much of your confidence comes from external validation right like external feedback and the thing is it is natural of course that we need that. Like we are creatures of community. We need that connection. We need that sense of belonging. We need to feel like we've been seen and understood and that we're valued by others. But the issue is that if we are relying completely on external validation for our self-confidence, what we're doing is we're giving away our own power we're essentially outsourcing our confidence to someone else. And, you know, one of the things that I, um, the conversations we have a lot in my programs um, that I'm going to talk to you about later today is what happens if your titles are all stripped, right? Like, you know, if you have a title of founder or um, manager, director, VP, if all of that is taken away from you, where does your confidence come from? What's your source of confidence? And that's something that we're going to address today. Ultimately, confidence is a mindset. And once you understand that, then you're no longer relying on external circumstances to give you that boost, right? You can do that from within because you know it's about how you're thinking about things and, and ultimately your mindset that will bring that confidence level back to where you know it can be. Confidence is truly an inside job. So I want to share with you a personal funny story about this that kind of wraps it all up. So in my last full-time role, I was the VP of brand and merchandising for Houseplant, which was Seth Rogen's lifestyle cannabis company. And you know, I spent three years through the pandemic working with this amazing team, um, working really closely with Seth, bringing his vision to life of an elevated lifestyle cannabis brand, um, you know, working on all these very cool products with industrial designers. And throughout that time, you know, as we work toward this big launch in the market, I, you know, felt great about the work we were doing. It was exactly what I needed at that time in my life. And I would say that my confidence was at a high. Um, and then we launched and it was in March, 2021, and it was a huge success. And the, um, every, all the products sold out within 24 hours, we were featured in the New York times style section and fast company. And Seth was on all the late night talk shows, literally showing the products that I had led the development on. And Seth, you know, sent me a text and said, we did it like, congratulations, we did it. And you would have thought that I would have been on a high, right? You would have thought that I would have been just the happiest I could be. But instead, I felt this sense of disappointment. 
And I remember struggling so much with why am I disappointed? I literally just, you know, got the check mark. I, I have this external validation. And I I was like in such turmoil about it that I would find myself like kind of my eyes filling with tears for no reason. And I started really looking into what is happening and why am I feeling this way? And I started to realize that that clarity piece, right? And I it became clear to me that what I was doing or what I had done was I'd helped Seth Rogen bring his vision to life, but I was ignoring the fact that I had my own vision and that I had put it off. And that was okay because it was at a time in my life where I needed to do that. But I had my own vision that I wanted to bring to life. And I wasn't giving myself the permission. And I wasn't using my confidence in myself to actually go and do it. And so once I had that clarity, I started to kind of put the wheels in motion of like, how do I transition out of this role? How do I? Um, do what's right for my family. You know, I was going through a separation at the time. So how do I think about what's right for my daughter and for myself? And I was at night reading a book and it was called The Tools of Titans. I think that's what it was called um, by Tim Ferriss. I'm sure some of you have heard of it. And I was flipping through this book that my mom had given me months ago for Christmas. And I landed on a page that was written um, interviewing Seth Rogen. And it was hilarious to me because I'd had this book for months and I never realized there was a section in there, um, where Tim Ferriss had interviewed Seth Rogen. And so I, of course, like immediately just started scanning it and reading it. And it was a lovely, you know, just two page little thing, but at the end of it, the last thing Seth said, and it was talking about his journey to where he is now, he said, when all is said and done, when it comes to the end of it, you just need to have blind faith in yourself. And that was it. And to me, it was such a sign that literally came from Seth Rogen that you just need to have blind faith in yourself. And that's the commitment that I want us to make to ourselves, right? And um, from there, I closed the book and literally weeks later, I had transitioned to a part-time role and six months later, I left. And so again, I think it's just knowing that once you're clear on what you want, and once you can draw on your own sense of belief in yourself and trust, then you will find the path. And it's almost like you can't see the path until you get to that point. So in the end, you have to have blind faith in yourself. Confidence is about grit. It's about resiliency and resourcefulness. It's almost like this stubborn belief in yourself, right? It's a commitment to you. It's a commitment to you in the way that you commit to how you think about your child's potential, right? If you're a parent and you think about how you how you commit to their potential and what you think is possible for them, we need to have that same commitment to ourselves. We need to love ourselves so much that we refuse to give up on ourselves. Because I know that you know that you are not here to play small, right? You have unique gifts to offer and you're here to make a difference. And so we need to commit to having blind faith in ourselves. Okay, now I want to talk to you about how a lack of confidence can hold us back. So I want to hear from you now because I feel like I've been talking for a while. <laughs> I want to hear from you. How do you think a lack of confidence has held you back? It could be recently or in the past. Yes, loaded question. Yes, settling for what's practical. That's right. Missed work and fun opportunities, not putting myself out there, afraid to ask for what I want, constant planning without doing the actual work. Oh my goodness. You guys are touching on all the things. Um, advocating for myself and work. Set, yes. In work settings, confidently being taken advantage of. 
Yes. So you are touching on so many of the things that I want to talk with you about today. So one of the things I think somebody had said is this idea of putting things off, right? Which is procrastination. It's like, if we feel a lack of confidence, we, um, analysis paralysis is another form of procrastination. It's like, you know, we think we just keep pushing off, making a decision. You know, we don't confidently make decisions. We hold off on things instead of taking action, right? It really affects the way we show up in the world and what we do, right? Like the actions that we take. Settling, accepting a job is not aligned with my values and purpose. Letting outside factors affect how I approach things. Yes. Okay, so we, this is awesome. I'm so glad that you guys are, are engaging in this way. So we talked about procrastinating. We talked a lot, and I'm seeing this a lot in the chat about playing small. So not really stepping into your potential and what you could be, could be and who you are and who you will evolve into. So, you know, saying no to a job that feels like it's too big for you, even though other people believe you can do it, right? Um, Somebody said settling for um, a rule that doesn't align with your values because part of you believes that you can't find that rule. Another thing that we do a lot is we compare ourselves to others, which I think is like one of the most destructive human traits. And I feel like I have struggled with that a lot myself. So I totally understand, but it, it's become, especially in the age of social media, um, so pervasive and it really affects um, how we think about what's possible for ourselves. Um, self-sabotage and self-defeating behavior. So not doing the work because if we don't do it, we can't fail, right? So this like feeling of like, well, you know, if I do the work and I fail, then I have to face the fact that I failed. So I just won't do it at all. So these are all the ways that a lack of confidence can hold us back. And again, having this awareness can allow us to identify what's really going on. So if we find ourselves procrastinating or holding off making a decision on something, instead of saying, well, I just can't decide, it's like, no, there's something else happening. There's some, there's a reason why I can't decide. And is it because of a lack of belief in myself or a trust in myself? And if I believed in myself and if I trusted myself, what would I do here, right? And once we're able to do that, then we approach what comes next from a whole new way. So I want to take this time now to talk about ways to permanently boost your self-confidence. And when I say permanently, I don't mean that we're going to get to a 10 and stay at a 10. But what it means is that we're going to have the awareness to know when we've dipped down to a level that is affecting how we show up in the world. So we're dipping down to like a six or a five or a four, and we can see that in ourselves. And then we can um, take action to bring our confidence back up so that we can make choices from the place of our most confident, highest self. So the first way that I want to talk to you about, I'm going to share three ways to permanently boost your self-confidence. And the first way that I want to talk about is to do an inventory of who you've become. And when I talk about doing an inventory of who you've become, I'm not just talking about your resume. One of my favorite things to talk about is that you are so much more than what is on your LinkedIn profile. I think we have this tendency to see ourselves through the lens of the bullet points on our LinkedIn profile, but we are so much more than that, right? Think about all the challenges that you have overcome in your life from childhood up until this point. Think of how you've grown and you've evolved. Think about the people that you've impacted, the people who look to you for guidance and support and inspiration, right? So it's really important to get a clear picture of all of our experience and who we've become. And when I work with, with clients, either in my groups or one-on-one, this is an exercise that I have them do because sometimes we can't see ourselves objectively. 
And going through this exercise really allows us to see, wow, like I have so much to offer and I've evolved so much and my experience has turned into wisdom. Another thing that I ask um, women in my groups to do is to ask three people that they're close to what they think your greatest strengths are. So as part of the homework that, I, that I'm going to give you today, and I'll email this out to you so that you don't have to remember it right now, but I I would ask you to text, you know, two to three friends and, and say to them, I'm doing this workshop. Can you, as part of it, just in three words, tell me how you would describe me? And it's pretty amazing to see yourself reflected in others' eyes. And like I said, you know, confidence must come from within, but it is also um, in connection to others, right? That we can see our greatest gifts. And so that's one of the things that I'm going to leave for you in your homework. Um, So just to quickly recap the first thing, which is to do an inventory of who you've become on and off your LinkedIn profile and to ask three people you love for what they think are your greatest strengths. The second thing is to rewrite your story. One of the things that I have noticed and learned about myself and about others as I work with women is that we all have a timeline of events in our lives, right? We all have things that have happened to us, um, experiences we've had, and these are facts. These are facts. They are sort of milestones on our journey. There are things that have happened and there's no arguing that. But what we, um, how we can either, you know, leverage that journey or diminish our journey is through the story that we tell about that timeline of events. So what I ask you to do is what story are you telling yourself about yourself? What story are you telling about the experiences you've had, where you are today? Stories are powerful. And we need to not only believe in who we've become, but in who we're becoming. And your story is not over yet. So it's important that we tell our story in a way that leads us to a more evolved, higher place, and not that leads us to a place where we're giving up, right? Like it's our story to write. It's our story to own. So what story are you telling yourself about yourself? Okay. The third thing is we only, we only really gain confidence through taking action right? We need to get out there and we need to take action. We need to have conversations and we need to do things we haven't done before. We need to see what we're made of. Because I think in a lot of ways, we, um, especially when we're feeling a lack of confidence, we kind of tend to sit in it a little bit, right? We sort of stew in it and we like, we, we, we like do those things like the procrastinating and the self-sabotaging and the playing small. But If we can, through the first two exercises, boost that internal sense of confidence and then start taking action, now we've created a flywheel effect. Now we are taking action from the place of our higher self, from the place of a belief in ourselves, from a place of trusting that we can figure things out. And that action creates momentum and we start to take more action and we start to feel this sense of our confidence levels just rising through the roof. So we just went over three ways to boost your self-confidence, do an inventory of who you've become on and off your LinkedIn profile, rewrite your story. You get to decide how your story goes and where it's going and start taking action because we need to bust out of that um, inertia, right? We need to bust out of there and and get things moving. And we need to have a bias towards action. And finally, we need to surround ourselves with those that are good for our confidence. Sometimes that can mean growing community outside of our inner circle. The, the interesting thing is, is that 
Um, you know, you have people in your life who love you, who support you, who know you, but they know today's version of you. They know yesterday's version of you or the version of you 20 years ago. Um, but what version do you want to step into? You get to decide that. And sometimes the people that are closest to us are not the ones to travel on that journey alongside us. And it doesn't mean that we leave them behind, but it means we may need to bring new people into that circle who are on the same journey, who get where we want to go, who believe in us in that way. That's an important component because doing it on your own is, um, it just requires a lot more. Um, I, I liken it to being a uh, a fish swimming upstream, right? I think I've used this analogy with some of you on our calls, but it's this idea that when you're a fish swimming upstream on your own and everybody else is swimming downstream, it takes a lot of energy, right? But if you are swimming upstream with your own little school of fish and, you know, you have each other's back and you're, you know, sometimes you're following behind and sometimes you're leading, then it makes the journey so much easier and so much more fun. Does anybody have any questions before I keep going? I want to stop here. How do you rewrite your story? That's a great question, Miriam. So I think you start by asking yourself what story you're telling yourself right now. You know, are you telling yourself, and I'm going to use my own personal story as an example. So, um, you know, when my husband passed away, I was 38 years old and I remember he had been sick for a really long time. And I remember literally hours after he'd gone standing in the window of the hospital and looking out and almost flashing back to all the things that had happened, you know, in my life, in my adult life. Um, and my dad had also passed away at um, when I was 20 from cancer. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I am at a fork in the road right now. And my story, I felt very clearly that my story could only go in two directions from this place, right? I could really um, give in to the tragedies that had happened in my life. And I could, um, with full permission from society and from everyone around me, I could say, well, look at what's happened. Look at the disappointments. Look at the loss. Look at the um, sadness. And what's the point? You know? And again, I would have had permission to feel that way. But then I knew the other fork was, okay, you know, where does my movie go from here? What happens next? What does she choose? How does she how does she go through life from this place? And I was writing the story that I wanted to see. So I think that's what we have to look at is like, how are you telling your story up until this point? And where do you want it to go? Like if you imagined that you are the hero in your own movie, what happens to her next? What does she do next? What is that fire that gets lit under her? And how does she move forward from that place? I hope that helps, Miriam. Okay, so you're welcome. So I called this session confidence and the subheading was, you have what it takes to create the life you want. And I believe that this is true because confidence is a mindset that can be cultivated, right? It takes practice. It takes, first of all, awareness of like, where is my confidence level? And then it takes practice to keep um, elevating, elevating where we are and elevating our confidence. And it takes awareness of the story that we're telling ourselves and and constantly choosing to change that narrative, choosing that narrative, choosing your own adventure, essentially. And confidence can't be taken away from us unless we completely outsource it, unless we completely give that, um, 
you know, that control, hand that control over to somebody else, our confidence cannot be taken away from us. Okay. All right. I want to hear from you. So far, what is your takeaway on confidence in this session? I have the power to feel confident in myself. Yes, confidence is an inside job. Yes, rewriting your story. Ensure the stories we tell of ourselves supports our confidence. Yes, I need to work on not letting external factors write my story. Yes, Karen, I love that. I hope you write that down. (laughs) Trusting yourself and being your own cheerleader. Yes, and then you find other cheerleaders around you too. That's the amazing thing, right? Like we have to lead the way, but then we we don't have to do it alone, right? We have to be the leader for sure. And we can't look to others. But once we start leading, there'll be other people who are cheering you on. And then you become um, a cheering squad instead of like, you know, cheering on your own on the side of the field. Yes, it's your responsibility. Oh, I love this so much. This is so good. So inside my group programs for women, this is the work we dive deeply into, right? We spend a lot of time talking about our own self-image, like how do we see ourselves, but also who are we evolving into? So just as we've talked about getting clear on what you will, what you want, we also talk about getting clear on who you want to be. And those two things are intertwined because in order to create what you want, to um, you know, reach that next level for yourself, you need to evolve into the person who can go ahead and do that thing. So it's very much a parallel path of getting clear on what you want, but also who you have to be to go and make that happen. And so that's what we do inside my group programs. And before I keep going, I just want to say that I hope that you are really enjoying everything we're talking about so far, and it is really helping you see what is possible for you. And my goal through this workshop series is really to widen the lens for you. I want you to order off the menu, as we talked about yesterday, and I want you to see a greater expanse of possibilities and to see clearly what you want and then also have the confidence to go after it. And tomorrow we're going to focus on courage, which is the last pillar needed to move into action. And it's my favorite one because once we start taking action, we get that real-time feedback and it feels really, really great. If by tomorrow's session, you are ready to take all this and make some moves in your life and you feel like you have everything you need to go and do it, my work here is accomplished and I just am going to send you off wishing you the best on your journey and knowing that I will be here to support you via my podcast and my email newsletter and via social media and free workshops like this, which I will keep doing. And I just want to say how much I appreciate you investing your time this week with me and for watching the replays for those of you who are not on, on the call live and not able to be on the call live. It means so much to me. But if you would like a greater level of support and a sense of accountability and this partnership and a community of women and someone to answer your questions and give you the guidance and tips and tools when you hit those rough spots, if you want to know that in six months, you are most definitely going to be in a different place than you are today, that you really want to see that transformation for yourself. I want to invite you to consider another option, which is working with me inside my signature group program, Be All You Are. Be All You Are is a program that I started a couple of years ago for basically myself a few years ago. I felt like I was creating the program that I wish I had. And I've done many, many programs. I've done a lot of, you know, again, I've talked about the spiritual work. Um, therapy, uh, personal development, coaching, meditation, so many different 
Um, I've studied so deeply, but this program did not exist for women like us at this stage in life who want more, who've done so much, but who want more. So Be All You Are is a six-month group program for women who want to tap into their inner spark and get clear on what you really want and begin laying brick by brick the path towards that life of your dreams, all in a nurturing environment together with other women. So I'm going to tell you a little bit more about this. I hope that, you know, again, if you are, if this is like, sounds like something you want to learn more about, I'm so excited to share this with you. If you feel like, you know, you have what you need, it's totally okay. I will see you tomorrow as we talk about courage on our last day. But I do want to share a little bit about the magic of what happens inside BLUR. So we meet on Zoom for one hour once a week. And it's not a webinar style like this. It really is a Zoom room. So we, you know, if we can be on camera, we're mostly on camera. And in that hour, I lead you through some content that goes deeper into some of the things that we're talking about today. So just to give you an example, we work on clarifying an authentic vision for our lives, right? Like what is that authentic vision for you? Because it's different for everybody. And then we learn how to face the resistance that can come up as we start to move towards that, because inevitably there will be a part of us that wants to go shrink again and wants to play small again. How do we stay on the path? How do we, instead of shrinking, push past that fear and keep moving forward? And uh, Miriam, your question about, um, about telling your story, we do that together. We look at the story we're telling ourselves and we work on writing a new one and we write it into the future, right? We want to look at where do I want to go? Who do I want to be? So we do this all together. Then on the same call, we have live journaling, we do Q&As, we have discussion. Sometimes I start the session with a meditation. Sometimes it's with a dance party, depending on the theme. Um, Sometimes we have guest experts who come in and talk about a specific topic. Um, It could be like inner child healing or um, a personal astrologer has come and talked to our groups before. And then every week I give you an assignment and that assignment is meant to be simple but it's meant to allow you to practice and integrate in the weeks, um, you know, until we meet again, what we've learned. And um, in addition to that, we stay connected by a private Facebook group. So often in that Facebook group, I'll recommend a podcast to listen to, or I'll share a thought that I thought would be helpful based on our discussion. So we have sort of an ongoing connection in the Facebook group. So doors are now open to be all you are. We will be kicking off in a couple of weeks. Um, I'm going to share the link in the chat for you to read more about it, to learn more. Um, And we will have time to talk about this more and to, um, you know, answer your questions. Um, Actually, one of the alumni were supposed to join us today and she wasn't able to join, but we do have alumni joining us tomorrow and on Thursday and hopefully on Friday as well. So you'll get to hear from women who have been through the program. Um, The thing is that I want you to consider is, and I know this personally from my own experience, is that we can read all the books, right? Like some of us are voracious readers and we like have read all the books that like are telling us exactly what we need to know. And we can listen to all the podcasts. You know, I'm a podcast obsessed and I feel like it is, it is part of my job now to listen to these podcasts because I synthesize it and then I deliver it to you. But if we don't also have support and accountability and a plan for how we're going to integrate what we've learned, it's so easy to keep spinning and end up exactly in the same spot. I mean, I think we've all been there. I really believe truly with all my heart that transforming your life or an area of your life is a hundred percent possible. I've experienced it myself um, many times over the years. And, you know, I think I talked about, um, when my husband passed away, but really 
There was a time when I chose entrepreneurship over the corporate world, even though, again, it wasn't the safest choice, but it was the one that I knew was most going to serve me. So over and over again, I have led myself through transformations. And even in the last two years, you know, I left a marriage um, that wasn't a healthy one. Um, I moved, I left my job, I started a new business. And I'm now in an incredible relationship. I'm doing work that's my life's purpose. My daughter and I live in um, basically like I call it our Barbie doll house. <laughs> it's just our little perfect place for the two of us. And I know that I co-created this, right? I know that I set intentions for what I wanted. I was clear. I was confident and believed in myself and had the courage to take action. And we can do this together. The thing is, even if you don't feel like your life needs an overhaul, right? Like I, that was definitely an overhaul, but for some of us, it's just like, you know, I just wish that I felt a little bit more fulfillment in this area or, um, you know, this area, like I'm kind of avoiding and, and I don't want to anymore, but whether that's the case or not, wouldn't it be amazing just to allow things to keep getting better? Wouldn't it be amazing to just receive more and to honor our life by seeing the possibility that there is to have more, to feel more? I think like this is something that I want women especially to lean into because I think that what we want is more love. We want peace. We want joy, joy, and not just for ourselves, but for others, right? And so I think regardless of whether you are looking for a huge transformation or if you're just looking to be more of you and to give more of you, this program is a wonderful place to do it. And I think it is possible for you to be in a completely different place one year from now, even six months from now than you are today. I really believe that. But as I said, it's very hard to do that completely alone. You can, you, you absolutely can. But when you can link arms with women who are on a similar journey to you, who are like, I see you, I'm with you. I know where you are because I'm there too. It creates this momentum and this magic and this energy that propels you forward at a pace that is very hard to do in isolation. And, you know, there's a reason why women have, for centuries have literally gathered in villages and, you know, connected and created and really been the heart of society. And I think for us, a part of being that heart of society is caring for ourselves and caring for each other. I myself have invested so deeply in, you know, programs. I'm in a group program right now that's helping me as I think about how I want to serve women and serve you and um and really be a guide for you to step into that next level for yourself so that you can do the same for other women. Um so I invite you again to enroll in Be All You Are today. I'm going to share the link again. Oh, thank you, Kat. I'm <laughs> just looking at the chat. I'm like going on and I haven't even looked in the chat. Um, and I also want to mention that for alumni, you are also welcome back into the program. I have a special renewal discount for you and the program has evolved since you were in it last. So it's an elevated, reimagined version of what you've gone through. And I would love to have you back. And as I mentioned, we are going to hear from alumni tomorrow and the next day. So you'll get to hear live from them what their experience has been like. Um, if you want to chat more about this, or if you have questions, this is like, seriously, no pressure. This is just, a I want you to just see, do I feel called to do this? And if you do, I am fully here with open arms. Um, oh, you can't see the chat. Okay, hold on. I'm going to do this again. Thank you, Natasha, for letting me know. Here we go. There we go. Everyone should hopefully see that. Sorry about that. 
Um, okay. So the final thing that I want to say to you, and then I'm happy to take questions, um, is that I know that you are here for a reason. Like you are on this call for a reason and you join this workshop series for a reason. And there is a part of you that is being feeling called to evolve into that next version of yourself. Like, you know, that there's something inside you that's saying, oh, you know, you could be more and you know, you have more in you and you know, you want to express that in the most beautiful way. So I want you to know that when you're inside be all you are, we can make that happen together. We can transform your life. And you can look back a year from now and say, wow, look how far I've come. I really want that for you. And I believe in you and that we can do that together. So if you haven't already booked a call with me, I'll I'll pop the link back in here to book a call with me. I know I have quite a few calls um, with you over the next few weeks. And again, if this doesn't call to you at this point in your life, that's totally fine. We are still in community with one another, but if it does, I um, would be so, so happy to work with you on a much deeper level. Um, And tomorrow we still are working on courage. And again, my favorite topic because courage is where we make things happen. We take all of this, we take the clarity that we have and the confidence that we've, um, you know, really boosted in ourselves. And then we take action from that place. And that only, um, creates this virtual cycle of like virtual virtuous cycle of, okay, I'm, I'm getting feedback now. Like I'm getting more clear on what it is. It's getting clearer and I'm feeling more confident about the direction I'm heading in. And I'm making decisions in a faster pace and I know what feels right and what doesn't. And that's the place we're going to get to tomorrow. All right. I'm just going to share my all link with you in the chat. Um, and yes, I will be emailing these links to you as well. Um, along with the replay for those of you who weren't able to join us. We have about 10 minutes left. If you have any questions, please feel free to pop them in the chat. I'll give you a second. Okay, no questions? All right, everyone. Well, I'm wishing you a wonderful afternoon. I'm also going to be sending you the homework that we talked about um, today the three ways to boost your confidence. And I'm going to see you tomorrow where we talk about courage. Thank you so much. Have a great afternoon. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found inspiration and use this podcast to start stepping into all you are. To hear more about the podcast, follow me over on Instagram at Kana underscore all you are send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. Until next time, remember to keep exploring what it means to be all you are.